Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are on Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. And today, I want to welcome the Holyoke Hummus Company. We have Don Cordero and John Grossman. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank Good you. to be here. This is a beautiful story that has a lot of different stages to talk about. And not only the story itself, but also the impact and many other spin-off stories that happened because of the Holyoke Hummus Company. So let's start with a quick summary of what Holyoke Hummus is for whoever doesn't know yet. Mm -hmm. And let's take it from there on to the most recent facts. So Holo Hummus Company is a Middle Eastern food, falafel and hummus, and uh, we have a food truck and we have a brick and mortar restaurant on High Street in Holyoke. And we've been around coming on four years now. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, uh, we started with uh, a tent and tables and uh, you know equipment that, we'd, that we would just sort of set up a, a little pop-up restaurant, whether at an event or, or just out on the street in Holyoke. At the Warragon. At the Warragon, our first uh, our first gracious uh, host, and uh, and then we eventually uh, got ourselves into a proper food truck, started doing bigger and bigger festivals and events, and uh, we're coming up on our one year anniversary of uh, of having a, a brick and mortar restaurant on High Street. And one of the comments that I did just uh, realizing of that it's been a year already, yeah, and it happened so quickly. It does. But it, for sure, it's been a lot of work because I remember when you were sharing with me that information about, we're going to open a cafe soon. <laughs> and I saw both of you so busy and so into that, just thinking, if you already have made so much for your idea and for your business, I can only start to imagine how much more is to do to have an actual establishment mm -hmm. with all the requirements for that. Mm -hmm. And plus your concept and the expected quality and not only the food, the experience overall. Mm -hmm. So how has it been for you mm. a year? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that you, that you, uh, you sort of bring up uh, just sort of our, our internal expectations for the quality of what we do. And in a lot of ways, that uh, helps me throttle uh, my ambition a lot to just sort of get it right, whatever it is that we're trying to do. And in a lot of ways, I feel like I've got sort of very kind of limited and linear capacities. So if I'm, if I'm trying to, you know, people ask me all the time, oh, what other flavors of hummus do you have? And we say, well, we have hummus flavored hummus because I still I think I'm just trying to get that right, you know, and I just want to be doing that right. So adding things to the menu or the the decor or new programs at the restaurant all of it to me even though even though it's it's been a, a quick year and we've done a lot has to be tempered with is it exactly the way we we want it and uh, that's always just sort of just sort of a, a personal check and you know sometimes that's part of the the nice part of the relationship uh, of being uh, being in business with a partner who knows you so well, because sometimes, sometimes, uh, and this happened, this happened just just two days ago, we were trying to come up with a, a poster to advertise our one year anniversary, and Don said, 
this is a beautiful thing that you did here, John, with an older poster marketing piece. You know, let's just change the words and put it out there because she saw that I was going to like start from scratch and create a whole new. <laughs> and spend two days. <laughs> and spend two days. <laughs> and it's been two days instead of instead of an hour. But I, you know, I, I feel like I want to want to pour myself into things like that. And the more I mean, part of part of the growth this year also has has been the development of of the people who we work with. Um, mm-hmm. so that I'm not doing everything in a linear way. Okay, now I've got to do the poster. Now I've got to make the hummus. Now I've got to make the soup. I've got uh, amazing, amazing people working with mm-hmm. us who, who I can, uh, we can spread all this out with now. Don, how is the work as a team, as family, as friends, as partners? That's a good question. <laughs> it's definitely a family business. So everyone, we have we have three children, um, and everyone is involved. Um, even our our three year old has feedback on um, on how to run the business, but also how to. He's our best marketer. He walks around saying, "I work at the Holyoke Hummus Cafe." So it's definitely a family <laughs> a family affair. And at this point, everyone everyone still enjoys it. So yeah, it's been. I think we're we're learning from each other, and also just we know what our strengths are, and I think we're also at, like on a daily basis, you know, figuring out. You know how to how to run this most smoothly because right we need sleep so <laughs> we sleep right we don't sleep. Um, you know I'm a night owl so I'm up you know doing the marketing and social media till whatever time in the morning um, and John's the you know the early bird so we're sort of we're good in that way of like we get stuff done throughout the night but you know but it's also been a community and family of the people around us as well like John said we're very fortunate to have an amazing group of people to work with you know I feel like they're family we've got people who are want our business to succeed. And want to grow with us, so it's very exciting. I feel very fortunate to have the people that we work with, and that just comes from our knowledge of the community as well. That like I used to work, um, do refugee resettlement and do employment in Springfield, and you know when we started the cafe, I was like, I'm pretty sure there's someone who's just arrived, you know, who um, from Syria, from um, who knows Middle Eastern food, who knows how to make falafel, and sure enough, we did, and that's been you know a great blessing, and sort of you know growing our food and growing our what we offer to the people in the community. And that brings us to the part where I was mentioning the spin-off and the impact of Holocomus being here. It's not only about the food and the experience. It is so many connections that have been created because of you guys. In terms of the culture of food, the culture of community, the culture of diversity, and applying it to pretty much everything you do inside and outside of the Holocomus Cafe. I'm thinking, for example, the first thing you see before even entering the cafe, that message saying everybody's welcome, mm. and you really mean it. Mm-hmm. What are some experiences that you had so far throughout this year with that message only? Hmm. You know, for me, go go back to a great lesson that uh, that Nelson Roman taught me, because we were talking with him about how to how to enter a community. And he explained something to me so simple and basic. You know, it's kind of funny that, you know, that sign, all are welcome here. That's like, okay, I've, I've opened my doors and anybody can come walking in. And Nelson invited me to uh, a neighborhood association meeting. He said, John, just, just come and say hi to people. Bring some food. Say hello. And I was like, oh, right. I, even though I'm a welcoming person, just because I throw open my doors and say that I'm welcoming mm-hmm. doesn't mean that, that people know it. I'm in somebody else's neighborhood. 
and uh, or I'm in a new neighborhood, and and it's my neighborhood now as well. And you know, there there was that singular experience of going um, to a meeting and and meeting people and shaking hands, and it's kind of business 101, but it's also community 101 that. You know, sometimes, most of the time, you're going to have to be the person to stick your hand out and, and introduce yourself and say hello. And I really, really love baking that into every interaction that I have and looking at everybody who I see walking down High Street as a potential friend and customer. And it's really, you know, the, the community of people on High Street, it's so much fun to, to and this goes back to actually one of my, my earlier memories of opening the restaurant, just... Uh, you know, coming into work one morning and getting that kind of like, uh, uh, oh my God, I'm working on Sesame Street or my life has become Sesame Street. I'm saying hello to the person running the bodega on the corner. I'm saying hello to the person who's writing the parking tickets. I'm saying hello to the mayor. I'm saying, you know, hello to the people uh, waiting to get on the bus to go to work. And it was just like, oh, this is really, you know, it's fun being kind of mm-hmm. in this this dense city environment with the diversity of people and jobs and businesses and just like saying hello to everybody and mm-hmm. and oh there's the there's Oscar the Grouch over there in his trash can I'll <laughs> say hello to him too <laughs> you know and it just it reinforced my um, kind of my vision of of what it is to be on High Street in Holyoke mm. what have been the challenges having now a local establishment that changed a little bit or pretty much a lot of the dynamics that you've been having for the past years going around different places having a food mm-hmm. A food truck. Now it's a totally different setup that keeps the concept, elevated it for sure, but at the same time brought up new situations and possibly challenges. Mm -hmm. So how has it been that for the past year? I mean, I think it's it's a constant, it's a daily conversation about how to get people in the door. You're right that the food truck goes to places where people are. So you've got okay, we're going to feed you know a group of 300 people. Great. But now it's like we're standing in the cafe, like, okay, how do we get people in the door? So it's a constant marketing conversation and just, you know, always telling people what we do and never assume that anybody knows. Like even, like I did a whole campaign, for example, about delivery. And then I posted on Facebook today that we have delivery and someone said, what, you have delivery? So it doesn't matter. You have to keep saying it over and over again. Um, And, you know, that we, you know, we're falafel, we're ambassadors to this kind of food as well, which I didn't, we sort of were, not surprised, but it was sort of a, an eye-opening conversation. We're introducing people to falafel and hummus and Middle Eastern food every single day. Somebody new comes into the cafe almost every day. Um, so it's a new person to meet and be an ambassador to and introduced to this food. I feel like if they've made it all the way, if they made it into the door, past our screen to keep the heat out, the heat <laughs> in, sorry, the heat in, <laughs> past the curtains, if they make it to the, like, the front desk, then they're interested and then we can sort of offer them food um, So in, in that way. And it's not a complicated proposition. Sort of once once they're there, and you can you can uh, you know hand them some falafel or, or a pita chip with some hummus on it. It's uh, broadly palatable street food in the rest of the world. It just didn't exist in Holyoke until we brought it here. Uh, that sounds a little self-aggrandizing, but uh, uh, we just did. Um, and and uh, you know I love. Those moments are are just are just so precious when people sort of they taste something new and they say you know either they make an association with foods that they've they've always had oh this is just like 
And uh, Marcos Moreira told me, he said, he said, John, just tell him it's like Acapurias. I'm like, okay. Uh, then I had to go figure out what that was. <laughs> um, and um, I had a customer yesterday who, boy, she started coming just a couple of weeks ago. And our, uh, some of our fried foods, uh, like our French fries or uh, the fried Brussels sprouts or fried cauliflower, I kind of call them like the gateway foods. So people will come, you know, and it's a very like inexpensive side that's got a, a, a lot of food in it. And they'll come and they'll, they're like, I can't get enough of this. I can't get enough of this. And then eventually they're like, so what's the falafel? Mm, and then nice. they'll taste falafel and they're, you know, into exploring the rest of the menu. Um, but that, you know, that's also if they weren't in an environment that they felt comfortable and relaxed and want to eat and explore and um, establish trust. Yes, establish trust with French fries. (laughs) In the food environment. The gateway food. But that trust actually goes beyond your your physical place. I have experience in different events or activities or meetings. There's always a platter of hummus (laughs) and falafel. (laughs) Pretty much everywhere, every time. And it is so great to see people asking, is that from Holy Camus, right? Mm. Yes. Awesome. This is so great. They are so great. Mm. And I love when I hear that. They are so great because it's not about just the food. Mm. It's about knowing that we're having food that is made with love, that is made thinking about everyone in the community. Mm. Mm. And going back to the physical place and experience that I was mentioning before, you have created a space that is not only welcoming, not only about food. You made something that is becoming a multi-purpose space mm. because we got the opportunity to see art exhibits, mm. to have meetings. You are recently hosting the Holic Youth Commission for their meetings as well. Mm-hmm. So it's becoming this social hub in mm. High Street, mm. in the heart of the city, that is bringing through food a meaningful connection Mm. for everyone. This is something that you thought about or it just happened? You know, I want to add to it, you know, you say social and cultural hub. You know, I want to bring politics to the table, right? And this is uh, an unprecedented time of of a divided nation. And Holyoke, that seems to be sort of moving through and voting out its divisiveness, maybe. Um, And... Part of what happened a year ago for me was that I went from two full-time jobs to one full-time job. I'm still working as many hours, but, you know, at my other job, there was sort of this kind of a larger, more conservative uh, look at, oh, well, we can't get into that because, you know, it doesn't represent the institution so well. Well, I'm the institution now. We're the institution and things that happen in, in local and national politics affect my institution, and I want to talk about it. I want meaningful discourse and interaction to happen. And, you know, the all welcome here sign, that's about it's a person to person, it's community, but it's also a political statement because there's, you know, there's a war on, on welcomeness. Um, and uh, these are little things that we can do to try and, try and defend it. Um, so, you know, we, we hosted uh, a city council uh, bingo um, at the last city council meeting of the last year. And I'm not sure how many other cities have 
uh, viewing parties for their city council meetings, but it was a fun way to get people to engage and see what their elected officials uh, uh, were doing because not everybody wants to sit in chambers and, you know, have to, you know, not restrain themselves. So I, I was watching this actually going on in social media that people were playing this bingo and people were commenting live while the, the city council meeting was going on. I said, let's get these people in the same room, you know, and let's, let's also, uh, I don't know, how to uh, attract people with a more uh, diverse set of viewpoints. But for now, um, you know, people are getting together and we're going we're gonna to continue to do city council bingo and broadcast the city council meetings so that people can come and see and watch and comment and have discourse on what's going on in their community. So it's like engagement, you know, when I hand somebody a sandwich, it's engagement when, uh, when I have a, a, little, a little conversation with them. Uh, about what they're doing, what they're interested in, uh, it's engagement. And I, I like that connection. And if we can use our space to create those connections, the more we know about each other, the uh, the better job we do at living with each other. I want to do uh, an interesting dynamic right now. I want each one of you to tell each other, how do you feel after <laughs> this initial years of creating the awareness of Holyokamas towards this last year having the cafe. How do you feel about each other as partners, as a team, as a company? Well, just jumping off what John said, it's sort of a perfect example of our relationship that John has great ideas for the cafe and vision. And I'm like, I'm like the worry where I'm like, don't offend anybody. Like, let's make sure everyone's happy. Everyone's welcome. So it's a good balance. <laughs> just like, I'm behind the scenes being like, all right, let's not offend anybody. But let's just keep everyone happy. And we want to we wanna make our rent and our mortgage. So let's do that. So, <laughs> But it's important to have those conversations. We have to have vision and we have to have a dream and we have to have a goal. And, but also like the nuts and bolts of it as well. So I just put that up there. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to go first or... Well, I mean, I think you you already you already started there, and you know, it kind of paints a picture that that you're not, oh. um, you know, part of the vision and the dream. Oh, that's no, that's not and, true. And there's so much. Uh, I mean, one of the, one of the things that I kind of keep repeating to myself: always listen to Don, always trust Don, always oh. trust Don, <laughs> because there there may be an idea that she that she floats, and I say, yeah, that you know, that's a good one, but I'm still just trying to make hummus flavored hummus. You know, and then by the time I get the bandwidth to actually execute something new that Dawn cooked up, I just see the, the pure gold. And it's just like a reminder to seed the vision to the people around me that, mm. that, that I'm certainly not the only one in the room capable of coming up with uh, great and resonant ideas. So I've, I've loved watching that, that bigger vision come from Dawn and also just challenging myself to uh, trust her more mm. um, and, you know, to, to trust any of the sort of like, you concentrate on this, you can I'll concentrate on that. Uh, you know, I need to let go of things like that as well. Uh, so that, that sort of uh, has been good growth that I only get by, by reflection from Dawn. I think we've also not just learned from ourselves, but also including other people. So Obeda, who's our, you know, chef at the restaurant, including him in the conversation and sort of um, 
not sort of, but including him in the conversation and having his feedback about how to run the business. Because this is my point. I got to my point. <laughs> <laughs> like, that we can focus on making the hummus flavor hummus, but if we don't have any people walking in the door or we don't have any events scheduled, we're making hummus for ourselves. So that it's always, we're, you know, I'm already planning now for events for the summer for the food truck because it's like we have to always keep going. There's never a stopping point, which I think it's the same for any small business, right? You're never, you're always having a conversation. You're always planning ahead. Um, so we're, you know, our, I think we're working on, I mean, there's no compartmentalizing, right? We have, we have a family, we have a small business, we've got small kids, you know, we see ourselves, we see ourselves together, you know, at the table, business conversation is going to come up. So that's sort of, you know, we're, we haven't been, we haven't been good about it. I know that you can be good about it. Like, okay, this is family time, you know, or this is, we're not going to talk about each, you know, holy Okamas. <laughs> but then it just happens because the kids get involved. And it's, it's great to have those conversations with the kids too, that they want to, they give us feedback about what we should be doing. And um, we want to encourage those conversations as well. Um, but also be like, okay, this is a time where we're not going to talk about it. Mm. But there's so many things to talk about. Mm. You try to like, you know, have a date night and not talk about it. <laughs> and go <laughs> some, eat someplace else. <laughs> and try to, but that's the point, right? That you have to have that foundation of our family and our relationship to have the business, right? Of course, we get annoyed with each other, but that just sort of happens because we work together. Um, but if, even for me, like if I'm not in the cat for simple, if I'm not in the cafe and things are sort of moved around and sort of changed, I have to be okay with, okay, there's a flow here and I haven't been here and I can't, it's okay. I have to sort of go with the flow. <laughs> there was a there was a <laughs> period of time where we were trying to figure out where the coffee pot was going to go. Or the ice bucket. It's very or small. The ice bucket. <laughs> and just like Dawn would be in one day and it would move and I'd come in and be like, what's that doing there? And I'd put it back. And then she'd come in the next day and say, what's that doing there? Put it back. So we, have just, we have different flow. <laughs> I'm left-handed, you're right-handed. But it's just different flow about where things should go. So... Um, you know, I'm also I'm also happy in my I'm happier in my role to sort of be doing happier. I'm happy with everything, but you know, marketing and 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 the behind the scenes, and happy to help out. You know, in the front whenever. So it's I'm happy. I have to sort of let go of the I'm not in charge of everything. He just said and sort of okay, I'm coming to help today in the cafe, and I will follow the rules of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there's always there's always room for improvement. What's your favorite item of the menu? The one that you will eat, not because you recommend it, because you love it, because that's something you cannot have enough. Uh, my, mine is, is slightly to the side, or let's say at the bottom of the menu, which is after we make uh, the fried Brussels sprouts, oh. and we, we take them out of the fryer, and we, we put them into a, a little bowl that absorbs excess oil, And then we salt them and we pour them into a bowl and and people get these nice whole Brussels sprouts. In the bottom of in the bottom of the bowl that we use to absorb the oil are the outer leaves oh, yeah. of the Brussels sprouts that are almost caramelized a little bit. They're very, very, very savory. And I cannot walk like I've <laughs> I <laughs> I've had some some funny moments on the on the truck, for instance, with uh, with with Julius when he's he's got sort of an accumulation of those, and he's just moving quickly because he's getting stuff in and out of the fryer, and I've had to like stop, don't throw those out. <laughs> I'm gonna eat those, and he, he just like points out, to me, really these. <laughs> he's like, come on, it's true. 
Yeah. <laughs> something I love to eat. Let's see. Um, and there there are a few in every bowl of, of, of proper Brussels sprouts as well. John doesn't <laughs> eat them all. Um, let's see. I mean, I could eat. The, p- the pita chips that we make are pretty mm. addictive, and I really have to tell myself to stop eating them. Like, you know, I, we, so Julius, uh, same thing, uh, Julius is deaf and will we'll sign to us, so the, the sign for Dawn, <laughs> like, it's her, she just keeps, he keeps making the motion of, like, food in my mouth, so we have to, we have to work on, like, we like her foods, so we have to work on not eating it all the time. And even in the new year, I'm like, John, we have to eat less of the food, like, is we, that really his sign for you? Yeah, like we, food, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, Don, chopping. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry, making the motions of chopping, and then you know, putting the food in my mouth. And that's like, someone told. I think you told me that. Or yeah. someone's like, okay, this. Oh, Don. Oh yeah, food in my mouth. So I'm like, all right, that's what, I'll take that as my sign. That's fine. Um, so we make food that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, you sort of. You also hear about people saying like, don't. Your, your restaurant is not your home, right? Sort of. You you can't. You can't think about being a business owner or a restaurant owner as like, oh, just come to my house because it's not the same, right? So we're, we, we know that it's not our house, but it is our house in terms of that we make food that we enjoy and we want to share with people. And John has a great, you talk um, about, you know, it's about breaking bread with people, that we are lucky enough to serve people, that people want to come and eat at our cafe. And when people come in, we're like, hello, like, thank you for coming. <laughs> because like, we're happy to, we're excited to be doing it um, and be serving people and that, you know, we serve people from all walks of life that like work downtown and live downtown, and we make no assumptions. It's like people are coming in. Like, you don't know who's who's. Ve- we're also vegetarian and vegan, and you, you have no idea who's vegetarian and vegan. People of all walks of life are vegetarian and vegan, and make those choices for themselves for animal rights reasons or whatever. You know, even like young kids come up with their parents and like, oh, I brought them here because they're vegan and they wanted to eat here. So people are finding us for that way, even though we don't. And we tell ourselves we don't tell ourselves that much as like, okay, it's vegetarian and vegan, it's sort of, we serve everybody. Um, and I think on the other side, we're often convincing people that, you know, you don't need meat for with every meal. Even though we're not on a health kick because we're eating the fried Russell sprouts from the bottom of the bowl, <laughs> right? So it's like... <laughs> but the idea being that, right, people will ask us, like, oh, we'll describe what it is, garbanzo beans and, and you know, parsley and, and onions. and like, oh, what, what meat is in there? It's like, no, no, it's, you don't need it. You're going to be full. You're going to be satisfied. And we've had many people come in, even just say to themselves, I'm a large man, I'm a, or I'm a fat man. Like, how will you make me full and satisfied? And then they say afterwards, I, I was full and satisfied from this food. So it's just an interesting conversation with people. And we're, you know, we're here to serve all those parties. So it's fun. Usually we recommend the professional when people say that. That's the falafel sandwich no. that has French fries inside of it. <laughs> So it's healthy comfort food. What's next? You are going to celebrate one year anniversary. And with that, it means there are more ideas, there are more plans, there are more activities. Mm. So a little teaser about that. Sure. We've got uh, some, uh, some new menu items that we're going to be uh, unveiling on the 17th. I think, uh, I think Mayor Morse is going to be coming to uh, help us introduce one of them. And uh, we're expanding our delivery options. We'll give you more details on, on that as we get to the anniversary. The menu, I'm always so hesitant to, uh, to keep moving so quickly. Uh, we haven't been moving so quickly, but uh, adding new menu items. But that, that will continue to bubble up new styles of, of service. We're really getting geared up for another truck season. 
which is really a lot of fun right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the catering has really been growing for us, and we're, we really love doing that. And you know, you were saying you can't go to a go to a you know an event without seeing one of our our platters there, and that's that's really fun for me because there there are t- sort of two kind of uh, festive things that people are using the restaurant for. Like people come and say, "Oh, it was my birthday," mm-hmm. um, you know, and and I came for my birthday, and it's like I know how special my birthday is to me, and wow, where I go to eat. On my birthday, it better be just right, you know. So I love that people are coming for that. But also, if people are having an event, whether it's whether it's a, a you know a, a meeting or you know just a just a, a, a work meeting, which hopefully uh, you know people feel purposeful there, or a celebration, people are are using our food and our, our beautiful platters that Obeda makes up to celebrate with, and that that's really special to me. Uh, so I I really look forward to continuing to grow catering and be doing more of that. I think you know two things. We we started the our goal is always to do production of the hummus. Like since we've opened, people have mm-hmm. come to us and say, "Oh, I want to serve, I want to serve your hummus in my my restaurant, or I want to sell hummus at our, you know, cooperative or our, our grocery store." Like, how can we do that? So, you know, that just takes time and money and planning and a you know uh, focus on that. So that's sort of always in the in the back of my mind. I mean, for myself, I mean, I know for both of us, I want to serve more people that live in downtown. You know, and I think it's figuring that out, right? John talked about starting the conversation with Roman and going to the community meeting, but having that grow. You know, that we translating our menu into Spanish and also just making it, making our space accessible to everybody. You know, because we've had, you know, we've had people come, people have given us feedback saying, oh, I've, I, I walk by your place, but it looks too nice. So it's very interesting. I'm sort of, you know, put it out there. It's like, okay, it's, but yes, everyone's welcome and sort of figuring that out for people. Be like, this is a, just like John said, it's another street food. People eat it like pizza, like Chinese food, like Indian food. Like, I mean, like, it's just another, in big cities, it's just, you know, one stall next to the other. So just adding falafel to that as well, or Brussels sprouts or French fries. You know, we have a $2 kids menu. It's like, that's cheap to have a $2 kids menu for people. So just, and we have a little kids place for people to play. So we want people to come and use the space. So I think that's an initiative to me to be like, okay, we want people all around us to be coming in um, and enjoy the food and enjoy dinner out with their family, get something to go and not be like, oh, that's not a place I can go to. It's, you know, it's too nice or whatever it is, or it looks mm-hmm. too nice or it's, you know, they deserve someplace that looks nice. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. You know? <laughs> so we want to, we're part of the community. We want to, we want to serve the community and that means all the community. So figuring out what that is. So for people who want to connect and be in the know about your upcoming events where the food truck is going to be during the next season Mm -hmm. and to order for delivery, how can they get in touch? I mean, our our website is www.holyokehummuscompany.com and we're also active on Facebook and Instagram um, and Twitter. Um, And we have a newsletter so you can go to our website and join the newsletter. I give out coupons and special things on the newsletter. So there's an uh, advantage to, to joining that. Make sure you put your birthday in so that oh, yeah. we can you get send a f- you a free sandwich. You get a free birthday. sandwich on your birthday or a free plate and we'll sing to you <laughs> in various languages. Um, what else? And our telephone number is 413-225-1755. Well, thank you for, I'm just glad we, we were able to have the conversation. We've been talking it, as we were busy, so it's like, but also just making priorities for things like, you know, we wanted to have a conversation with you and, and meet with you, so we're excited to be able to do it. So, yeah, thank uh, you for sp- yeah, thank you for for speaking with us, and and uh, I'm remiss that we didn't didn't do it earlier, but 
you know, I, I love the community mouthpiece that you've brought to the table. And, mm-hmm. and I just, uh, almost every time I see you, I kind of reflect back on that sunny evening when I believe we first met when I was parked on Ray Street and we were, we were sitting enjoying the, the, uh, the new canal walk infrastructure mm. and, uh, and had the truck out there and just uh, love meeting new people all the time. And you're not so new to me anymore. You're, uh, I've, <laughs> we were just looking at, uh, at some reports last night, and in the last year, we served over 6,000 falafel sandwiches. And that, that's just the falafel sandwiches that didn't include professionals or abominations right. or anything like that. So, or soup, uh, or, or soup, but, but mm-hmm. just each one of those is like a moment, an event to me, you know? And when I think about, about the, uh, the falafel under the bridge, um, uh, that's transpired since, since, uh, since we were parking down on race street, since, since we were a gateway city, since, mm-hmm. since we were setting up our tent tables at the, at, at the, the Oregon, at, at the what? At Nuestras. At Nuestras, since we were coming at Open Nuestras. Square. Yeah. We've, Holyoke has been a very supportive <laughs> place for us. So, in, and, you know, working with the chamber and the Holyoke Spark program, which I highly recommend if you're a small business considering growing a business in Holyoke. Holyoke has been an amazing incubator for us. Mm. Um, and people want, People want us to succeed. They want business, small businesses to succeed. They want, um, you know, we're we're an employer. We employ people who live in Holyoke and work in Holyoke. Um, so people and, are excited and, about that. And the the incubator machine, I feel like, is is like just getting started here. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I mean, thing, things in terms of of uh, the the growth of our business for you know, I don't even call us a small business. We're a tiny business. The permit process was convoluted and arduous when I first went through it. Uh, Tessa Rombaletti, who was who was at the Department of Economic Development at the time, helped rein that in and smooth it out so that uh, the you know public health and safety uh, was maintained and new businesses could figure out how to get started more easily. Uh, and the latest uh, sort of incubator resource that I'm so so incredibly stoked about is is the uh, Holyoke Creative Arts Center print shop. And you know one of the things uh, you know when people say your restaurant looks too fancy, part of that is you know I'm a little kind of proud of it uh, that that with just a lot of black paint and some string lights. <laughs> You know, we created and gorgeous photography from Jeffrey Burns. And gorgeous <laughs> photography from Jeffrey Burns and donated furniture from the hangar. Um, and art from local Holyoke artists. And art from local Holyoke artists. You know, we were able to put together something that maybe looked a little fancier than we are. And why not? We deserve to be in an environment like that. You know, we didn't break the bank. We weren't creating something that was, that was uh, inaccessible. And now with the print shop, we can leverage very low cost production of professional looking materials that help us to be more attractive to customers. And uh, they, they're kind of two kinds of, of uh, sort of entrepreneurs uh, that I see happening in Holyoke. There's, there are the people who, who have access to, uh, you know, money to invest. So you've got your the Cubit, and you've got Gateway City, and and they're doing these amazing projects that I could never get my head around. Uh, the Computing Center, you know, the, these are these are really big money projects, and we're bootstrapping our way into a restaurant that looks fancy. Um, uh, you know, but I thought I was just doing simple, and 
the ability for for a business like us to leverage you know small grants from the spark uh, program through the chamber and leverage the the print shop you know really it, it it all needs to be in the mix and i keep saying on high street you know looking for more neighbors looking for more neighbors and people might see uh like the restaurant entrepreneurs uh from other cities for instance you know, they've got these different models. I'm going to move in. It's going to cost me $250,000 to open a restaurant. And then I need to see these these people here. You know, and Holyoke might not be the place for that kind of a restaurant entrepreneur yet. But for somebody who's who's going to kind of leverage these incubator resources, it's there. It's here. Uh, and, and people are ready to access it. And, and people are ready to, to uh, eat the falafel, so to speak. Like I was saying... A lot of spin-off stories because now is about the connection with other projects and different local resources like the print shop, Spark, Chamber of Commerce, the inspiration for other businesses to follow your story, follow your your path. Because it's been hard. It's been a lot of work and, and effort. It's not been easy, but it shows that it can be made. Mm -hmm. So this is an, uh, also a beautiful story of inspiration for many others in the city thinking about following this path mm -hmm. and supporting community and staying local and keeping this connection to grow. Mm. So thank you, both of you, John and Don, for this work of love, of inspiration for feeding the community <laughs> in many ways. Thank you. It's something really meaningful and important and, and the opportunity to get to know both of you and share conversations and different points of view and so many different aspects in our culture and our community. It's, it's been a beautiful experience and celebrating this first anniversary of the Holy Commons Cafe it's going to be for sure the the starting of a new stage in your in your story. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is the Holyoke Hummus Company here on Radio Plasma Podcast. I want to thank John Grossman and Don Cordero for being here with us. And remember, they're celebrating the first anniversary this January 17th at the Holyoke Hummus Cafe in High Street. There's going to be a lot of more things happening, and we want to make sure we're part of that as well. So stay tuned because this story continues. This session of the Radio Plasma Podcast was produced and recorded at the Plasma Media Lab here in the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your beautiful radio voice. <laughs>